Welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. Let's talk about uh, your Saturday, your Super Saturday for round 14. Uh, we'll go straight into it. The Warriors v. the Dolphins now. Um, look, a very interesting game. Warriors, though, putting it to the Dolphins as I thought they would. In Auckland, the Warriors, you know, I didn't really have too many doubts about this one. I knew that the Warriors, you know, had the potential to get this one done and done well. I mean, we'll get to Sean Johnson in a second, but Maradini Kore, you know, he was at his damaging best for the Warriors with 146 run meters, 12 runs, three tackle breaks. He was insane. You know, some positives for the Dolphins before we talk about the Warriors. You know, you've got guys like Ray Stone, who had some really powerful defense, obviously with 55 tackles. You've got Kenny Bromwich, came up with 44 tackles in this game. Uh, they also got to debut Max Path, which is actually the son of former Bronco John Path, uh, Plath, sorry, P-L-A-T-H, uh, and he's a four-time premiership winner with the Brisbane Broncos under Wayne Bennett. So talk about Omen there, debuting Max Plath. Uh, obviously, his dad won a premiership under Wayne Bennett, which is pretty hectic to sort of think about there, that Wayne Bennett is his son's coach as well. So pretty cool stuff there to think about. Uh, obviously, Anthony Milford was placed on report, and he'll be uh, and he was sitting binned as well in the 48th minute of this game for a late tackle. Uh, he is going to miss some game time, I believe. I saw in the judiciary, but more to come from that. Uh, Warriors winger Marcelo Montoya left the field for HIA in the 48th minute. Uh, he passed that one. It was also an earlier one, I think, Colony Lemuelu, uh, who left the field for HIA uh, and obviously passed that one as well, only a few minutes before. The Warriors have now won four from their past six games in New Zealand this season. Chance of a clock start. Talking about Warriors' performances now, he had 17 runs for 178 metres. He was damaging. Jermaine Sarko obviously has now scored five tries in his past three games and 13 for the season. Uh, he also clocked up 275 metres from 20 runs, which is absolutely unbelievable there uh, from Jermaine Sarko. And the fact that they didn't win with a stat like that is pretty insane too. It just shows you how good the Warriors were. Uh, and speaking of outstanding players for the Warriors, Dallin Watani Zalesniak, I thought he was absolutely outstanding. He was fantastic. Uh, and you've got Sean Johnson as well, who has been playing really good football over the past few weeks, particularly when the Warriors are winning games. He is the main part of that. You've got guys like him. You've got Adam Fanua Blake, who week in, week out, puts in really tough performances. Um, Murata Niakore in this one as well was fantastic. Dallin Watani Zalesniak, as we just said, was outstanding. You know, there's some really big individual performances that sort of prompted this win here for uh, the Warriors against the Dolphins. And obviously, as we said, in Auckland, the Warriors, we knew they were going to get this one done. We just knew it. I mean, let's talk about Sean Johnson's performance in this one. He got all of his goals. Um, he had 127 meters in this game, 17 post-contact, two line breaks, one line break assist, five tackle busts, 27 tackles for a halfback, which is absolutely insane. Luke Metcalf got 28 tackles. They only missed one each. And he also kicked for 378 meters on top of all of that. Plus he had zero errors as well. Absolute masterclass there from Sean Johnson. We move on to the next game. The South City Rabbitohs v. the Gold Coast Titans. Now, obviously, led by big boy Tavita Totola, you know, continuing to press for an origin debut. Uh, obviously, there might be a few props that 
come out of this Origin side going into game two. You know, he might just get his spot. I think it's a two-horse race between him and Spencer Lenu. And I think he is a little bit ahead of Spencer Lenu just quietly. So I would definitely back him to maybe see uh, an Origin jersey come his way in the next few weeks. Uh, he ran for a career-high 173 metres as well. So good stuff there. For Tevita Totola, uh, Cody Walker, he finished the match with a try, a try assist, two line breaks, one line break assist, and five tackle breaks. And you know what? To be honest, we're talking about, obviously, Nathan Cleary being out for the next few weeks uh, with a hamstring injury. You know, if they do decide to pick Adam Reynolds in his place for Origin Game 2, if Nathan Cleary can't play... They should just do an overhaul. They bring in Cody Walker. They bring in Damien Cook, sorry. And then they have big boy Nico Hines in the number 14 jersey. I think that is the go. I think that's what they should be doing if Nathan Cleary is out. Uh, Obviously, if Nathan Cleary isn't out, I probably still would replace uh, Jerome Luai. I just didn't see enough from him in that game. I didn't really see enough from Nathan Cleary as well, but there was a lot of pressure on them. The forwards for Queensland were fantastic. There's a lot of factors as to why Nathan Cleary couldn't play his best football. Uh, and obviously James Tedesco as well, but we'll get to that in the Origin review. I just want to give a little bit of a shout out. I know it was a big win for South Sydney, but you know it was a massive effort from Jaden Campbell. I thought that you know we were obviously criticising him going into this game, that he wasn't going to be able to handle the defence in the front line. Made 26 tackles after moving from fullback to 5'8". I thought he did a great job. Uh, The loss was the fifth time the Titans have scored 20 or more points in the first half and been run down by opposition sides. I'll read that again. It was the fifth time the Titans have scored 20 or more points in the first half and been run down by opposition sides. Most of those games have been over the past few weeks. They can't hold on to games. Something needs to change. Their mentality in the second half needs to change because it almost feels like they go into the first half, they absolutely kill it, And then they think they've won the game in the first half, after the first half, going to the second half cruising. And these sides, especially like the South Sydney Rabbitohs, come out and absolutely obliterate them. So, uh, look, it was tough for the Titans. Very, very tough as a Titans supporter to watch that one. Um, But the Titans have not defeated the Rabbitohs either at Seabus Super Stadium since 2009. So a big stat there leaning towards the South Sydney Rabbitohs anyway. The Rabbitohs have now won their past eight games against the Titans as well. Big, big start there. Uh, The Rabbitohs winger Alex Johnson has now scored 12 tries in 13 matches this season, and it's just two tries behind Steve Menzies as the third highest try scorer in Premiership history. Uh, Cody Walker has now produced 18 try assists in nine matches. That is absolutely insane. Double the amount of try assists. That's an average of two try assists per game over the past nine games. That's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the Rabbitohs trailed 22-16 at halftime and only took the lead for the first time in the match in the 48th minute. But when they did, South did in style with Cody Walker firing a perfectly placed long ball to Alex Johnson to score his third try. Awesome game. You know, Alex Johnson getting a hat-trick in this one as well. Really, really solid game from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, especially in that second half. They were obviously trailing to the Gold Coast Titans uh, in the first half. As I said, Titans, something's not working. Something needs to change. Their mentality going into the second half definitely needs to change because that was quite shocking, to be honest, watching them give that game away in the second half. As a South supporter, love it. As a fan of rugby league, you know, there's something has to change in this Titans side because obviously the mentality going into the halftime break 
isn't the best one, and I think that needs to change. We go on to the next game, uh, which is the last game of Super Saturday, the Sharkies v. the Broncos. Now, the Broncos had 46% possession uh, and missed just 28 tackles compared to 51 by the Sharks. Absolutely insane stat there. 28 tackles compared to 51 missed by the Sharkies. The Sharkies have not defeated the Broncos at Points Bet Stadium since 2016, and the Broncos have won nine of their past 11 games against the Sharks. Uh, Origin forwards Paddy Carrigan, Payne Haas, ran 150 metres and 143 metres, respectively, after backing up from the series opener in Origin. I think that's a massive effort there, especially for Payne Haas in the losing side, uh, playing up and playing well. And then Paddy Carrigan in a winning side in a tough game of State of Origin as well to back up there and run over 100 metres is absolutely insane, let alone 150. Uh, Jordan Rickey also ran for 146 metres with the ball as well, uh, particularly you know most of those metres being run in the opening five minutes of the game. The most dominant five minutes of football I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It was absolutely crazy in the first five minutes of the game. Tony Staggs run off the kickoff, that first set, that first defensive set, and then obviously them scoring the try through Tony Staggs. He starts it and he finishes it. It was absolutely insane. The most, as I said, the most dominant, probably the most dominant five minutes of football I think I've ever seen, especially over the past few years at least. Uh, it was absolutely crazy. Now, while it wasn't the Sharks' night defensively, they most of the outside backs ran for over 100 metres with the ball. Obviously, led there by Will Kennedy with 212 metres. Ronaldo Molotalo, 193 metres. Jesse Ramian, 191 metres in this game. Braden Hamanuele ran for 116 metres. Uh, and he had the most run metres from the Sharks forwards. Uh, Corey Oates ran for 227 metres from 13 runs uh, in his return from injury. Obviously, when he was recalled to replace Selwyn Cobbo, who was rested due to a hip injury. Uh, the win gave the Broncos a back-to-back triumphs for the first time since round eight. Uh, and the Sharks fullback, Will Kennedy, obviously has scored 11 tries now in his past 10 games. And that try that he scored was from absolutely nothing. Saw there was a little tiny gap in the defense. Put a grubber through, nearly knocked it on, uh, but scored an awesome try. Uh, literally out of nothing. And that just shows the talent that this guy has. You know, over the next few years, when James Tedesco retires from Origin... It is literally going to be a two-horse race between Will Kennedy and Dylan Edwards for that fullback spot, in my opinion. He is so talented, Will Kennedy. And if there's an injury in origin, and if there's an injury to Dylan Edwards, he's definitely third in line for me, Will Kennedy. He is absolutely sensational. So, so underrated, in my opinion. And it's crazy to think in this loss, you've still got a guy like Nico Hines who runs for 156 metres. You know, he has three post-contact metres, four line break assists, one try assist, three tackle breaks. Like... He still has a pretty dominant performance, Nico Hines, despite his team going down. You know, Matt Moylan even ran for 109 metres. You know, most of the, literally all of the outside backs ran for over 100 metres. Ronaldo Molotalo, 193. Talakai, 190, the guys we didn't mention before. You know, absolutely insane efforts here from the Sharkies. But unfortunately, the Broncos were just too good. Aimed up in defence in the middle were absolutely fantastic. I thought Herbie Farnworth was fantastic as well, to be honest. 128 metres. You know, seven tackle breaks in this game as well. Tony Staggs had eight. So both of these guys were on song. Really solid performance from the Brizzy Bronx. One.